0: Hello and welcome to the Adventures of Superman from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized.
1: Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman!
2: Look, up in the sky!
1: It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Having returned from the West where he solved the mystery of the Silver Arrows, Clark Kent, star reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper, in reality Superman, found himself involved in another baffling problem. Reports from Washington have revealed that two separate expeditions of American engineers sent to survey the possibilities of building a pan-American highway to join North and South America in an everlasting bond of friendship have disappeared in the awesome windswept wilderness of the Andes Mountains vanished as if into thin air, blotted from the face of the earth. As our story begins, a powerful car is threading its way through the city of Metropolis. In it are three familiar figures. At the wheel, gray-haired Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet. And beside him in the front seat, Lois Lane and Clark Kent. It is almost midnight. I tell you, it doesn't make sense. Two expeditions of trained engineers just can't lose their way like babes in the woods.
2: You ever seen the Andes Mountains, Mister White? Well, what's that got to do with it? Plenty. Those mountains are wild, unexplored, practically uncharted. Any one of a million things could have happened.
1: Well, I can understand one party of men getting lost, but not two. Lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place. What do you think, Kent? I think you ought to stop for that red light up ahead.
2: Hey, what's happened to your voice, Clark?
1: You know, I'm just a little hoarse. I've been dictating all that war news over the phone since early this morning. But to get back to your question, Mister White. Frankly, I don't know what to think. Oh, green light, you can go now. I see it, I see it.
2: All right. Incidentally, where are we going at this hour of the night?
1: You'll find out in good time. Try being patient for a little while.
2: I can be patient. But I'd like to know what's important enough to make you drive like a maniac. You're doing 70. Well,
1: we lost a lot of time in traffic, and the faster we go, the sooner we'll get there. Yes,
2: but the faster we go, the less chance we have of getting anywhere. Hey, Mr. White, your headlights, are off. That's
1: right. I turned them off. here on, I don't want to be seen.
2: Now, look, Mr. White, enough is enough. You can put your dimmers on. How well,
1: many times do I have to tell you I don't want to be seen? Kent, mm-hmm. there should be a faint blue light somewhere up ahead. Watch out for it, will you? I don't want to miss it. Okay. I see it, Mr. White. Over there on the left, between the trees. Oh, where? I don't see it.
2: I can't even see my hand in front of my face. Oh, there it is. See
1: to the left. Well, you're right, Kent. Hey, you've got good eyes. That means that this is our stopping place. All right, now let's get out.
2: Hey, where are we, anyway? Mr. White, I hear footsteps. Someone's coming. I tell you, someone's coming. Come on.
1: Quiet, Lloyd, will you? Now, uh, that you, Bronson? Yes, Mr. White. You're right on time. Well, let's get started. Lead the way, Bronson. Come on, Kent. Lloyd, okay. I hate to use the flashlight, but I'll shine it down so you can see.
2: She's saving that light
1: for Christmas? Lois, will you get it through your head that we don't want to be seen?
2: Way out here in the woods, who's going to see us? Rabbits? What's that up ahead? Yeah, it
1: looks like a big plane. It is.
2: Well, what's it doing here?
1: Now your curiosity can be relieved. Kent is right, it is a big plane and a new kind of stratosphere ship. That's the reason for all this secrecy. If it's half as good as the designer says it is, it'll be just what we'll need for those Andes Mountains.
2: Don't tell me we're flying to the Andes tonight.
1: Lois, will you stop being so silly? Bronson, is she ready for a test flight? Hold up, Mr. White. Hop in. Come on, Lois. Up you go. That's right. Mr. White, want a hand? Who do you think I am? Steady, sir. All right? Of course I'm all right. A foot slip, that's all. All right? We'll fly a blind. I don't want to attract attention with the field lights. Everyone in? Yes. Sounds mighty sweet, Mr. White. Special motors? Everything on it is special. It's supposed to be capable of more speed at a higher altitude than any ship ever flown. Give her the gun, Bronson. As the giant steel bird pierces the curtain of night and roars upward on its test flight, a strange and significant scene is taking place in the Hemisphere Administration Building in Washington. Outside the offices of John Ives, administration director, a large group of newspaper men wait impatiently for his report on the mysterious disappearances in the Andes Mountains. Within the offices, however, Mr. Ives paces nervously back and forth in the radio room. Keep trying, Evans, they must answer. We've got to answer. Official 177 calling G33. Come in, G33. Official 177 calling G33. Come in, G33. I'm sorry, sir. But there's no response. Well, I can't stall any longer. I have to go out there and face them. Keep trying, Evans. Yes. Sir. All right. Well,
0: well, well, all well, right. Well, all right. I'm, I'm coming. G-3-3. I'm in G33. Come in, G33. Well, gentlemen, we've been waiting almost
1: two hours, Mr. Ives. This story is holding up morning papers clear across the country. Now, what's cooking? Well, I'm afraid there's nothing I can tell you, gentlemen.
0: Oh, I mean, now, one I mean, moment, you. please.
1: As you know, an hour ago we were in shortwave communication with G three three, the third and last party of the Trans Hemisphere expedition. They informed us they were climbing in the Tupangato region where the other two parties disappeared. Yes. I regret to report that our communications with G three three have been broken.
0: Oh, no. Mr. Ives,
1: the public can't be bulldozed any longer. Now what happened? Why don't you tell us the truth? Gentlemen, I'm telling you the truth. Well, nobody believes it. People aren't going to swallow that story, Mr. Ives. They don't believe it about two expeditions, and they highly expect to believe it about the third.
0: Why don't you admit it's the work of Fifth Colony? Because that's
1: not true. Well, why don't you tell us what you do know, then? Those expeditions are lost. Something happened. American people have a right to know. Oh, certainly. Well, I agree, gentlemen. But I don't know a thing more than you do. Then we'll have to say that the third expedition disappeared. And the government isn't doing anything about it. We're doing everything we can. I give you my word. Now, that's all for tonight, yes, and That's oh, quite I enough. Yeah, sure. Any luck, Evans? No, sir. Well, keep trying, Evans. Those newspaper reporters are driving me crazy. If we don't contact that expedition soon, I don't know what I'll do. Oh, wait a minute. There's one newspaper man who might be able to help. Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. Hand me that phone, Evans. Yes, sir. Here it is. Operator. Operator, get me Clark Kent of the Daily Planet in Metropolis. Hey, that's right. I'll hold it. What's the altitude now, Bronson? 19,000. See? You mean we're climbing that fast? That's right, Mr. Kent. She's not wide open. Duffy
2: oh. in here? I'm getting a little dizzy.
1: Now how about some oxygen, Bronson? Right.
2: Much better. What's the altitude now?
1: Almost 22,000 meters. Is she straining, Bronson? Riding easy as a kite. Then she's sold. Tell Hendricks I'll mail it my check in the morning. Yes, sir. Uh, try the radio Kent. Sure. What do you want to hear?
2: Jack Benny. Don't
1: be silly. This is the short wave set. See if you can get Washington. It's marked on the dial. Yes, here it is.
2: Come
0: in,
1: G33. Official 177
2: calling.
0: Come in, G33. Official
2: 177
1: calling. What's official in, 177? Government
0: call letters. Wait a minute. Mr.
1: White, what were the radio call letters of the first trans-hemisphere expedition? G31. The second expedition was G32. Well, listen to this. I'll turn it up.
0: Calling G-33.
2: Official 177 calling G-33. Come in, please. That's
1: Washington calling the third expedition. There's no answer. You're right, boss. G-33 must be the call letters of the third expedition. If that one's lost, too... Kent, turn the transmitter on. We'll call Washington. All right. Mr. White. Uh, you can't transmit. This plane isn't registered yet. I lose my license. Please, Mr. White, stop it. Now, don't worry about your license. If you get into any trouble, I'll take care of it. This happens to be important. Uh, Let me have a phone, again. Here you are. Private plane calling official 177. Private plane calling official 177.
0: Hello, private plane. Stop transmitting. Clear this wavelength. Urgent official business. Clear this wavelength.
1: Please, Mr. White. There'll be an awful row about this. Quiet, Bronson, will you? I'm going to speak to them. Official 177. Perry White calling. Perry White, editor of Metropolis Daily Planet. Come in, official 177. Let's hear what they've got to say.
0: 177 back to Perry White. Stand by Perry White for a message from Hemisphere Administration. Message reads, it's Clark Kent with you. I will repeat, it's Clark Kent with you. They want
1: you, Kent. Take it. Okay. Clark Kent speaking. Ready for message. Come in, please.
0: Official 177 back to Clark Kent. Instructions from Ives at Hemisphere Administration. Message reads, Clark Kent, proceed to Washington immediately. I will repeat, Clark Kent, proceed to Washington immediately. Confirm receipt of message. Come in.
1: Clark Kent, back to official 177. Message received will proceed as directed.
0: Clear this wavelength. Urgent official, come in, G33. Come in, G33. Turn it
1: off. Bronson, head the ship for Washington. Mr. White, we can't land there. I told you, this ship hasn't been registered yet. Bronson, do as I say. We'll land Kent in Washington. We're on official business, and incidentally, the biggest story of the year. Will Clark Kent be able to solve the baffling riddle that involves both North and South America? What has happened to the men who ascended sent into the towering Andes Mountains? Where have they vanished to? Don't miss the startling developments in the exciting international drama that looms ahead. Tune in and listen with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman.
2: Look, up in the sky! It's
1: a bird! It's a plane!
2: It's Superman!